What is salvation? In the simplest terms, it is to be lifted up out of our pain or trouble and to be rescued from it. A few years ago, I lay dying when a very physical salvation gave me a second lease on life. It's actually why I'm here today. This week, as we continue in our Conversations of Gratitude series, we come to the topic grateful for salvation. But what does that look like? How do we explain salvation to our kids or even understand it ourselves? How can we describe salvation? Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. I'm going to cue our podcast intro, and then I'm going to tell you my story of physical salvation that I experienced in the skies above Colorado to help us better understand what it means to experience God's salvation. Maybe my story will help you think of a story in your own life that you can share. The link to the discipleship conversation that goes along with this episode can be found in the show notes. In a world filled with a lot of talk, the Family Disciple Me ministry encourages intentional, meaningful, biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. In these drastically changing times, join us as we discuss the eternal truths of God's Word and relevant topics, as well as how to engage the next generation about these. It's true, discipleship starts with a conversation. So let's jump into a conversation starter right now. A few summers ago, my family was at a horse farm out on the plains of Colorado when I was in a most unexpected horse riding accident. I was thrown from the horse, hit a post, and fell to the ground in a heap. My family watched the scene in horror, and they ran to my side, not just afraid, but absolutely terrified of what they were going to find when they got to me. Turned out, I was a bloody, dirty, unconscious mess. I was breathing, so I was still alive, but I was not okay at all. My life hung perilously between this world and the next. I was carried by somebody, probably my husband, from the round pen to somewhere more easily accessible, and I'm told that everybody gathered around me. We were way out in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, but apparently one of the neighbors out there had EMT training, so he came and began to work on me as they waited for an ambulance. I have no memories of any of this except for just vague snapshots when I opened my eyes, but I've been told that the ambulance took almost an hour to get there because it was so far away from town. As my family and the people there waited with me, they became more and more worried that not only did I have the external wounds with blood and cuts and potential broken bones, but even more significantly, they were worried that my brain was swelling and that they were going to lose me. When the paramedics finally did arrive, they decided that it was too risky for me to spend another hour in an ambulance ride to the hospital, so the flight for life was called. When the helicopter arrived, I have the vaguest of memories of being lifted into it with a flight nurse sitting on each side of me. I remember God's presence, and I remember reciting Psalm 119 somehow, someway. 
but that's another story. That helicopter literally lifted me up and rescued me from potentially dying right there in the plains of Colorado. The helo delivered me within minutes to Memorial Hospital Central, where I, literally labeled John Doe, was rushed in for medical attention. The miracle is that by midnight that night, I was released from the hospital and sent home. That flight for life was my salvation in the skies above Colorado that night. Now, I am speaking in human analogy. Nothing compares to God's indescribable gift. I absolutely believe that God is the one who saved and spared my life that night, rescuing me from an earthly, early death and allowing me to live longer here on this earth with my family and do what he's called me to do. God is my rescuer, my deliverer. He's my salvation. However, in physical terms, that flight for life was my salvation that night. It picked me up from where I lay dying and delivered me to the hospital where I was given that second lease on life. As I look back on the events of that night and piece the story together, I'm convinced and I will always believe that in human terms, my physical salvation happened in that helicopter midair along the way. That was my rescue, my deliverance, that midsummer's night a few years ago. You know, maybe you have a physically experienced a moment or a situation like this too. Never in a million years did I dream that I would be on a flight for life. But that now is part of my story. And maybe you have a story like that. And you know what? This is exactly what God does for us through his indescribable gift of salvation. Now, salvation is a really big word. I remember spending hours in seminary trying to define it and explain it and write papers about it. But when it comes to telling the next generation about salvation, we don't want it to be quite so complicated. So think about it potentially this way. Salvation is like a flight for life for our souls. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, and we're all in the grasp of death. Just like I was laying there on the ground at that farm out in the plains of Colorado, I was dying. That's the way we are because of sin. But the gift of God is eternal life. And salvation is the flight for life, if you will, that takes us there. As we ponder these truths and analogies, I think about our verse for this week, 2 Corinthians 9.15, which says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. To be indescribable means that words can hardly express how big or how wonderful or significant something is. Forgive the continued analogy, but it's almost indescribable for me to tell you about what happened on that night or even on that helicopter flight for life. I only really know that it swept me up from where I was 
and took me to where I desperately needed to be. This is what God's gift of salvation does for us. He sweeps us up. He rescues us from ourselves, our sin, our brokenness, the evil that binds us, that surrounds us. He rescues us from all of that, and he takes us to where we desperately need to be as well, at the foot of the cross, where his mercy and his grace, his forgiveness, and his love sets us free. God's word says in Ephesians 2.8, By grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. As I think back on that flight for life, there was absolutely nothing that I did on that helicopter that saved me or rescued me. It was a gift that was given to me as I lay dying, a gift from my husband who got to pay all the bills for it, (laughs) the medical personnel who were keeping me alive, sustaining me, the helicopter pilot who took us safely to the hospital. All these were gifts that had nothing to do with my own doing. Just like salvation is God's gift that is not of our own doing either. It is something that he gives us through faith. Now, I should add, the analogy breaks down because whereas I had no decision-making power in getting onto that helicopter, my husband and the medical personnel made that decision for me, in God's gift of salvation, we each get to make the decision for ourselves whether or not we want to get on his flight for life. Thing is, we can choose this at any point in our lives we can choose to receive his flight for life, his gift of salvation, when we are little, middles, teenagers, young adults. We can choose it when we're old. We can even choose it the very last moment of our lives. Here's the thing. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. What an amazing gift. And as we talk this week about being grateful for God's gift of salvation, I encourage you to think through the chapters of your story and think about whether there's been a time when you were literally rescued or saved from a dire or a deathly situation. How has God worked in your life in a physical way. Use that as a bridge to talk to the next generation about salvation. Our verse this week is 2 Corinthians 9.15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. When you read this verse to your kids, to those entrusted to you, engage them in the four W's of discipleship, which are word, why, what, worship. I explained more about those in the last podcast, so refer to that if you're not sure what I mean by those four W's. This theme of salvation, of deliverance, literally runs from Genesis to Revelation in Scripture. Salvation is like a flight for life for our souls, and I thank God for His indescribable gift. This week... Let's all thank God for this gift of salvation. Let's ponder it. Let's talk to our kids about it. Let's praise Him for it. 
And let's consider whether there's anybody else in our lives that God wants us to tell about it. Maybe an easy way to tell about it will be to share a story like, well, my helicopter story. That story, whatever it looks like in your life, may be the very bridge that God uses to help you begin a conversation to tell somebody else about His salvation. Thanksgiving is an amazing time for us to have these discussions about what God has done and is doing in us and through us. So let's praise and thank Him together. Praise be to God for His indescribable gift. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May He turn His countenance towards you. And as you turn your countenance toward Him and look to Him as the source of your salvation, may He give you peace. Go with God, friend. Happy Thanksgiving.